Hey everyone, thank you for joining us for another episode of Portraits of Grace podcast. We have another special guest today, but before that, I just want to introduce Steven again because he got promoted within our uh, little organization here. Steven will be co-hosting this episode. After that, we might even have Debbie as a co-host. If you want to join us as a guest, let us know. But um, yeah, we have Glow's Haman name today. Hi, Glow. Hi. Hi, Steven. What's up? The checks are rolling in. That's why I got promoted. Thanks, guys. Thanks for all the <laughs> listeners. I just want to shout out uh, Onsu for being a single host throughout the time. But this year, we're going to kill it. Yeah, yeah. You want to do a shout out to uh, our sponsors? Oh, yeah. Shout out to sponsors, uh, the Holy Spirit. Um, hey man, us free ad revenue. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Glow. How's it going? It's going well. How are you guys? See, I don't now. I don't know if I should talk now. Right. Or you <laughs> you're, still, you're still the main host, okay? I'm just here. Yeah, I'm the main that. host. No, yeah, I thought the main host. I thought we were co-hosts, so it's like <laughs> even even work between us. You know, I think the dynamics will figure itself yeah, out. Yeah. Hopefully. Hey, Glow, uh, can I ask you to uh, describe yourself, introduce yourself to people that might not know you? Sure. So um, my name is Glow. I am wife to Pastor Walton, our um, assistant pastor, and um, I am mom to Timmy, who's five, and JJ, who is two, and um, yeah, I'm a teacher. I work in education and uh grew up in this area um speaking of timmy and jj i just found out Mm -hmm. today that they share the same birthday yes they do that is uh i always think about how when they grow up they can you know when somebody asks you to share a fun fact about yourself that'll be like both of their fun facts so yes they have the same birthday they're both born march 27th wow that's nuts like did you like inside, like, did you kind of hope that would happen or no? I had no hope or anticipation. They had, um, like Timmy or JJ's due date was like in April, but he ended up coming a little early. Yeah. They were born on the same day. And I remember Timmy was at daycare and I was like in labor, like having contractions. And I'm like trying to make a birthday cake because I was like, I'm going to miss his birthday. I'm such a terrible mom. And um, even then I was like, it didn't quite hit me because I wasn't sure how long I was going to be in labor for. But yeah, it's crazy. I Even now I still think about it and I'm like, how did that happen? Well, I feel like um, Timmy's at that age where he knows his birthday, but does JJ know that they have the same birthday? <laughs> no I don't think he realizes it and um Timmy knows his birthday and he's he'll still ask me like how come JJ's birthday is the same as mine how can that happen and I'm just like I don't know buddy but I hopefully they'll grow up thinking it's a blessing (laughs) to share a birthday um and then speaking of two boys in your family you uh my understanding is that you have a third boy in your family is that correct Yes, a dog, which I'm, I'm, we are not expecting. Is We have a dog, <laughs> a canine boy. Yeah, we got him last May. 
Gotcha. And he's a, he's a, what, what did you say he was? What he's type a, of dog? Like an American bully. And he's kind of like a pit bull. Um, and he's pretty young. Like we, we adopted him. So we, they think he's like one or two. And his name is Ranger. Timmy named him. Aw. <laughs> That's a good name for a dog. Yeah, it's from a sh- it's from a show called Octonauts. There's like a ranger, like a park ranger in there, and he always liked that character in that episode. And so when we asked him, he was like, "What about Ranger?" And so we just let him pick that. Thankfully, it wasn't something too weird or crazy. Uh, you went to Villanova and you studied in undergrad, and then I'm assuming you went to UPenn for grad school. Mm-hmm. Yep. Can you tell us a little bit about your experience in college? In college at, at Nova, I um I had a great time. I, I was part of the, the I was part of Renewal College Fellowship, and I majored in English and learned a lot. I met some of like my closest friends, and college was like just that classic time for me where I just had so much fellowship, and it's where I met Walt and where we met through um, renewal and so Villanova is a big college um, or I'm sorry basketball school but I feel so I feel like I, I didn't like tap into that as much as I wanted to if I could go back I would have gone to like even more basketball games and had more Villanova spirit but I still had a good really good experience yeah can you uh, share with us like what your first thoughts were on Pastor Walt when you first saw him yeah um (laughs) the first time I met him we were we were both freshmen and there was like this freshman like study or no it was like a freshman meet and greet at some point in the year and um the first thing and only thing I remember when I met him was I like introduced myself and he introduced himself I was like hi I'm glow and then he was like your name is glow and then that was it. And then we didn't talk again for like three years after that, just because he was like part of all these different um, activities and stuff in college. So he was busy. He was part of an acapella group, that, that um, Penn acapella group, uh, Full Measure. So he was really busy with that, I remember. But that was it. That was our first. Were you, were you interested in him when you first met? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> He, yeah, we not really, but then he later he, I thought that he was interested in me, and we had this whole like miscommunication, and we still talk about. And when people ask like, "Oh, how did you two meet?" It's funny because we both have very different answers, or how did you two end up together? Well, we have very different answers, but my side of the story is the truth for sure. <laughs> well, what side is that? I thought he was pursuing, I thought he was like pursuing me, to be honest. And um, he would, you know, like message me and say, um, like, I'm like, how can I pray for you? And like, just these such earnest um, things. And I, you know, I guess I was so naive. I thought I was the only person he was doing that for. And, um, and then later I found out he was just like messaging this to everybody. Like, how can I pray for you? (laughs) Wow, he was spiritually cheating on you? Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, that's messed up. (laughs) What Um, a line, though. Can I pray for you, girl? I know. 
Dang. Oh, I would just be like studying in the library by myself. And, um, and then I would just like get a message from him. And I was like, wow, he's so faithful. He's so thoughtful. And, and, and then one day he stopped and then I was like, how come you, how come we don't talk or something like that? And classic. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. What's something that people does in public that embarrasses you? (laughs) Um, let me see. Can you give me one second? You can't. What's going on here? We can't stand here. Sorry, can you ask the question one more time, Stephen? Yeah. What is something that what, what is something that people does in public that embarrasses you? Nothing. Nothing. How Lies. <laughs> All right. So where do I begin? Let me see. I, so I, so I can frame these all in a positive way. And I genuinely believe that these are all very positive things about him that kind of come out. Obviously. Right. So one thing is that he's very outgoing. Um, Like when he, when I go into the grocery store, I'm usually just trying to like get what I need and scurry out. But my husband is very open to just striking up a conversation with anyone um you know the grocery store you know the cashier the person who works at the cashier anybody walking by and then he loves to just crack a dad joke um or comment on something so that's sometimes and then now I see that with like with my kids like they'll do that with strangers too they have like no stranger danger um mentality so uh one example was because it snowed this past week he was like shoveling and I was talking to one of our our neighbors and she pointed to wall and was like oh my gosh he shoveled the whole driveway that's amazing um he did a great job and then um you know Walt in such Walt fashion like looked up and like patted his belly and was like yep that's why she feeds me and I was just like oh my goodness it's just like such a classic Walt moment um and then other things, like, I don't know if it's because he's just, like, an Ajashi now, but he just always asks for discounts. Um, he'll ask for a discount at, like, Home Goods, <laughs> Like, their oh, regular retail store. Um, or he'll uh, take Wait, a- how, how does he ask for discounts? Like, <laughs> I don't know. And then I'm, like, I'll cross the store. I'm, like, oh, my goodness, I don't know this man. But he'll just ask, like, if there's any, he's, like, He'll just ask if there's any discount. <laughs> like, no, sir, we don't have discounts. <laughs> He's like, you know, I'm a anointed man of God. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he asks for he asks for discounts a lot. Um, does and, it ever work? Yeah, it does. It does. It's um. I remember one time like we stayed at a hotel and he was just like, do you have any upgrades? And I was like, what? It was like so packed and busy there. And and then they just like gave him an upgrade, like gave us all an upgrade to like this like suite. And it was crazy. And wow. I wanted to be so embarrassed, but also I had benefited from his, you know, embarrassing habit of asking for a discount. So well, honestly, yeah. if you don't ask, you won't get, you know, <laughs> um and then one last thing that he that I 
that he does is he'll and I don't again this is not as much as a it's not really like a something that he does to embarrass me but I it's just maybe just a pet peeve that I'm sharing now I'm like starting to vent I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it takes so long to find a parking spot uh like he'll he'll he won't park next to like a truck if there's like stuff in the back like he's afraid something will fall on the car um he'll try not to park next to like a minivan because he's like maybe there's like little kids and I don't know he's just like because he's so thoughtful so he'll like park in a spot and then he'll back out go park in a different (laughs) spot um so very thoughtful yeah, and then he just ends I, up parking all the way in the back. Yes, exactly. <laughs> He'll park in like the farthest spot where nobody else is. Um, but he and I are really different that way because for me, I'll just park like wherever the closest spot is. But yes, he, he, he's very, he thinks about everything. So um, can I ask you about uh, like what you studied in school and like how that led to your career now? Uh, sure. So I studied, um, I studied English and, uh, and then I went to Penn for uh, education. And so I, I got certified to teach uh, English, high school English. And then I taught English for uh, ninth and 12th graders at a charter school in Philly for about uh, like four and a half years. And that was really good. I learned a lot and um, really enjoyed it. But then just after um, having Timmy, I wanted a a work that was closer because my school was an old city and we were living living in Abington. So I found a a company that basically works with uh, mental health and mental health treatment facilities for adolescents. And they provide education services there so basically I became a teacher for students who were um, who have like mental health needs and that's I still work for the same company I, I am more of like a um, support and um, like director role so that's been that's been really good and I think from that my passion for um, like serving kids with mental health needs kind of developed from there you said you had Timmy um, pretty early you were studying you said I had no I had Timmy um, so we we got married the year we got married it was like April and then I found out I was pregnant in like June so we weren't even married a a year and then we had Timmy right away so I feel like you and Pastor Walton are one of those couples who got married at a young age, like mm-hmm. around, even at this time, people get married really late. So like, what was the, your experience being married so young? Because you got married like at 24, 5, right? Yeah, I got married at 24. Yeah, looking back, I realized that we were, we didn't know anything. Uh, we were, Walt was still in seminary when we got married. And I was just finishing up like my first year of teaching and a lot of my friends got married early to as well. Yeah, I'm not sure how that happened, but we were probably among the first of our friends to have kids too. So it was really hard. 
it was really hard. I think we had a lot of growing to do even now as parents, but having Timmy, when we did, it was, it was kind of a, it was definitely a learning experience. And uh, yeah, I, I think we learned so much about patience, trusting in the Lord, especially with finances um, and having a baby. We weren't, we didn't have much money at the time. And we were really worried because, you know, maternity leave and, and trying to, you know, pay our bills and things like that. That was, that was definitely, uh, we were worried, but um, the Lord really provided um, in different ways at the time. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely a really difficult time, but we learned a lot. So you definitely advise against uh, people getting married younger? No, no, people. <laughs> can do whatever they want now i'm having second thoughts man but like if you could do it again what age would you get married i don't i don't know i think there's so much benefit to getting married and having kids young but also so much benefit to having um getting married later and having kids later so that's true if you think about it 12 15 more years timmy and jj they'll be out of the house Maybe 20 years, maybe 20 years. And then you guys are good. (laughs) Yes. All of the things we will do, probably not much. Because (laughs) when you're in ministry, there isn't that much time. But no, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be cool. It'll be awesome. I can't even believe right now that Timmy's in kindergarten. Like, I feel like I'm going to blink and he'll be in college. (laughs) Wait, I saw on your Instagram story, Timmy was dressed as an old man. What was that about? (laughs) Oh yeah, he had his hundredth day of school, and so um, his class, or I think it was the grade or the school, they dressed up like they were one hundred years old, and um, he was he was like really nervous. He was like, "How how are you gonna make me look like a grandpa?" <laughs> I was like, "Don't worry, Timmy. I love those things. Like I love um, like dressing. We love like you know dressing costumes and and." Uh, so I, or, I ordered like that temporary gray hairspray and sprayed it on his hair and got a little like mustache for his mask. And uh, he was so excited. I was surprised he like went for it. And then we were walking to the bus stop and our neighbor who's in kindergarten, she was dressed up as a grandma. So there was like, and she had a cane. And so they were like both walking to the bus stop together. It was so great. <laughs> Glo, how are you and your family coping with the quarantine? Um, I think the first couple months last like March um, and April, they were really, really hard because we were also used to the routine of, um, you know, everybody going to daycare, preschool, and then um, Walt and I being able to just focus on our own work throughout the day. Uh, so we were kind of in shock when it first happened. Um, I think my kids probably got way more screen time than they should have during those first few weeks. And we were like trying to find a routine, but you know, we have calls and um, you know, and we're not sure if we're even supposed to leave the house. And um, it was pretty, it was really tough. It was definitely a sanctifying time. Um, but uh, we also, there were, you know, so many benefits too, because we had just moved to this um, home and, and then, you know, when the weather got nicer, we, 
started meeting more neighbors and going to parks in the area. So I think when the weather got a little bit nicer, we were able to just be outside and enjoy nature more. Um, now, you know, JJ's back in daycare and uh, Timmy goes to school a few times a week. So we're back in routine. And I feel like routine is, is so important, especially for kids and adults, actually. So it's, it's been good. Are you looking forward to anything particular for after, you know, everyone gets vaccinated? Um, definitely fellowship again. Um, you know, even CGs being in person, I think that will be really, that'll be really nice. And just felt that fellowship time after service. I know my kids are probably really excited for the donuts again, the donuts and the bagels in the fellowship room. And then, yeah, and then I haven't seen my nephews in a really long time. Both of my sisters have boys and uh, we just all want to hang out as a family, which we really haven't done. I guess, Glow, we'll transition and moving into talking about ELM. As an attendee and I guess as a Samoanim, what are some of like your hopes for the woman of ELM? Yeah, I know a lot of sisters are going through some really difficult times. Um, a lot of the, you know, even a lot of the um, married women, a lot of the Providence women. Um, yeah, I know there's just a lot of, a lot of joys, but there's also been a lot of difficult things that a lot of sisters have been going through and sharing. And um, so I guess, I think in general, though, my, my hope is, and prayer is just always that they would find and remember their identity in Christ. And I know, you know, as women, there's a lot of, and maybe even as Korean women, there's a lot of expectation. There's a lot of, there's a lot of roles that, you know, maybe some of our, our women have to, have to fill. And so just in all of the, the trials and, you know, all of the struggles that they're going through that they would, remember and know that yeah their their identity is is in Christ and nothing can nothing can change that yeah so that we remember that nothing but Jesus defines our worth and that's something that I know that I struggle to live by as well with just uh, yeah just expectations that I put on myself or I think that others are putting on me and uh, so definitely that that we'd be rooted in our identity in Christ. Yeah, thank you, Glow. Um, thank you for sharing that with us. And shout out to Debbie for that great question. Um, Stephen and I aren't like deep enough to ask <laughs> great questions like that. You didn't come up with that question, into No. <laughs> My question is like, do you like candy? And like, <laughs> Debbie goes and like deletes them. Um, what is this? <laughs> yeah. Um, can you share about someone that's been influential in your life? Yeah, definitely. I think um, I've shared with my CG and um, some of the other women, but my grandmother recently passed away. She passed away in October. Um, and she was, I'm sure many people can relate. She was just kind of like the anchor of our family and um, she uh, was such a faithful woman and um, 
she loved the church. She loved our family. I, she was a prayer warrior. And um, even when Timmy was born, she helped raise, helped me raise him for the first few years of his life before he, you know, went to daycare. And um, she helped raise me, all of my cousins. She's, she's just like such, she's just such a strong woman. And so um, one thing that I, I know and, and admire so much about her is that she really just loves scripture she lives by it and she's written the bible from cover to cover three times um and and have given has given it to people like my mom and uh, so she just you know seeing what the lord um has done in her life has been uh so humbling and such a blessing to me and i know that you know her prayers will bear fruit in our family for years and years and so she's been a big influence for sure wow so she like copied the bible cover to cover three times over yes yeah and um yeah and i know she's she's gifted it to gifted one copy to my mom and then you know um you know in hopes that it'll be passed down but i don't even think it was in like I was imagining like this big, like, you know, sketchbook or notebook that she did it, but I think she just did it on like these little spiral notebooks that she like probably got from CVS or something like that. But um, yeah, she, I don't know how she did, but she just, you know, spends a lot of her time doing that reading and writing the Bible. So, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I feel like the older generation are the people who are so disciplined in that kind of practice. Mm. I mean, I haven't even read the Bible fully once. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, her, her discipline, definitely. Uh, she, she's one, or not one, but her, her pastor, I like created an award for her because she's never missed a morning prayer. Um, wow. the kind of yeah that's the kind of you know faithful believer that she was so yeah wow I, i'm supposed to go to morning prayer every <laughs> week because of praise team and i miss it like every week so. <laughs> <laughs> can you also share with us um how you came to believe in jesus um yeah sure <clears throat> So I, um, you know, I grew up attending church. Um, you know, I was one of, I always went to every retreat and um, was very, you know, quote unquote, faithful in my attendance and, um, you know, doing, doing what, you know, a good, a good Christian would do. And then um, when I got to college, I think, I think um, I, I took a membership class, um, and you know had to write out my testimony and um met with one of the pastors for my membership interview and it was during that process i think that i realized that maybe um maybe my relationship with uh, jesus was not quite personal and it was more just about doing the right thing um, and performing and uh and even outside of outside of that, I was always 
you know, very consumed by control and making sure, you know, I was always appearing perfect and had it all together. And, um, and then I, and then there came a point during that, that time where I was um, seeking membership, where I realized that, um, that I was so exhausted and so drained by that, uh, that it had such a grip on my life in different ways. And then, um, during my membership interview, I really, there was a moment where I really just understood the depth of God's grace and what gospel freedom was. Um, and that, you know, that Jesus had died for all of those things and that I was, I was free and, um, no longer enslaved. So it just became very personal during that time in college. And, uh, and then I think that was when I truly experienced just joy, um, gospel freedom and joy and uh, yeah, grew a lot in those last like two years of college. Uh, so yeah, that kind of is a summary, I guess. Yeah, I feel like making that switch between doing what is good and looks good mm-hmm. to just finally finding comfort in Christ and like you feeling that you're free in him. I think that's so hard. And like, I think I struggle with that too. Mm. Like, so like, do you have any advice for people who might be going through that stage right now? I think it, it, everybody's journey, you know, looks different, but I would say, I know for me being in fellowship, being in, Uh, you know, Bible studies with people, wrestling with those thoughts with others, asking questions, um, you know, kind of fostering your hunger, even when you don't have that desire. Um, I think that is really important. And then even simply just asking the Lord to help you see, uh, see the gospel in your own life and I absolutely believe that the Lord hears those and is faithful and will, yeah, will definitely reveal the gospel um, and that gospel truth. But yeah, no, it's absolutely a struggle for me too still. Um, Like in the busyness, craziness of life, it's definitely one of my prayer requests to to be rooted in, in God's word, to be anchored and remember um, you know, his faithfulness and what the gospel really is. Hello, can we um, ask you to share any prayer requests that you might have so that the church could pray for you? Yeah, thank you. Um, I would say definitely patience, wisdom as we raise our kids. Um, I would say also for... Uh, our husband, my husband and, and the pastoral staff and leadership through particularization, um, just that, you know, that they would be encouraged and they would be, there would be, you know, wisdom in the process because there's so much going on. Um, and then what, and then one more just personal is that I'm in school for a counseling, school counseling degree. You know, I used to be a really good student and now I'm <laughs> really not. <laughs> Um, I'm like, oh, I really just want to watch this net- one episode of this Netflix show, but I also read <laughs> this paper by midnight. So like I've become, 
I've become the students that like I judged in college. I was like, oh, how can you, you know, treat your studies this way? But now I'm just always procrastinating and taking forever to like, you know, when you read that paragraph like 10 times, but you just still have no idea what you read. That is for sure. So just faithfulness, uh, you know, in, in my studies. Yeah, thank you for sharing that with us. Um, I want to encourage our listeners to, you know, take a couple moments, um, whether you're driving or not, you know, just take a couple moments, a uh, moment to uh, pray for Glow. And um, if you remember any prayer requests from our other episodes as well, um, please pray for us. How do we, how do we end it from here, man? Well, thank you, Glow, for uh, your time. <laughs> I, just want, I just want to say you've been a really great guest. Um, yeah, just continue to pray for Glow, and let's keep her in our thoughts at this time. Um, and thank you once again, Un, for uh, really hosting this whole time. Um, and then I just want to add one last thing. Um, uh, we do have another very special guest next uh, episode. We don't, we don't really have a date, but uh, he happens to be a missionary, and uh, I won't ruin it for you, but his uh, name starts with a J and ends with an An Lee. So, yeah, try to figure that one out. Um, be excited for that one. And um, again, we are switching things up with our podcast. We're looking for people to co-host with us. Um, yeah, just let us know if you're interested in that. And um, also, if you want to be a guest, let us know as well. Thank you, guys. Thank you.